Hey everyone, welcome to Healthy Mind, Happy Life Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Engler. I believe that we can all move through life transitions without losing who we are, but it takes the right support, community, and connection to carry us through. We can heal through sharing experience, strength, and hope. Each week, we will have genuine and real conversations that will inspire you to shift your mindset to live a happier, free life. All right. Happy New Year. Welcome back, everybody. It's so just it's so good to be back. Um, I mean, I guess it's only been a week since last year. <laughs> um, but it's great to start off the new year with you. And I'm really proud because I made it through a year of podcasting on my own. And there's been a lot of lessons learned. And I will say that I have a big sense of accomplishment because I'm not great at being consistent with things. And if I feel like something's not working, I will give up on it. So this has been working, but ultimately, I don't always know. It's one of those things I record, I drop the episode and just see how it goes. And I really don't know how many people are listening, how many people are getting something out of it. And it, I realize it doesn't matter. It's something that I find really important. So I've been very consistent with it. And that was my goal for last year is just keep going no matter what with the podcast. I am really excited for this year because I have some pretty awesome interviews coming up over the next two months. And I've already recorded them. And it's been such a blast to connect and meet with different people of, of similar mindsets, but we're all doing different things. And it's really cool to just talk to them and and tap into their knowledge and their power. So keep listening because we're going to have some really great episodes and interviews, like I said, through January and February. So that's my goal for this year for the podcast is to bring in more experts on different topics. And I really hope that you guys will enjoy those episodes as much as I enjoyed interviewing and and talking with these really awesome people. What I would like to do today is just start off by talking about this topic of perfectionism and how it keeps us from finding our confidence or feeling confident. The reason why I wanted to talk about this topic specifically is because it's a new year and a lot of us are thinking about our goals and our aspirations for this upcoming year. And it's important to be mindful of the goals that we're setting and the perfectionism in the mindset around achieving those goals. So very simply, I would like to just start off by asking you to think about this question. How do you define perfectionism or being perfect? We need to define what that term perfect means. 
And I honestly don't think most of you know what that definition looks like. We just know that we want to be perfect. The problem is if we don't define what that means and have a clear outline of that, then how do you know when you are meeting that quote unquote goal of being perfect? And I've touched base on this before with different words. So particularly in defining success, if we don't define success, how do we know when we've been successful? Or how can we give ourselves credit when we are successful? The thing with all of these terms, and no matter which term you're defining, is it's still not a destination. And I think oftentimes we think of these things as destinations. I will be worthy when I'm perfect. I will be worthy when I'm successful. I will be worthy when fill in the blank. And ultimately, if we don't have this clear outline of what that will look like, then we will always feel lost on our journey. We will never feel successful. We will never feel worthy. We will never give ourselves credit for it. So that's really why I wanted to expand on this topic today and and get you to think about this term perfectionism. And I know personally, a lot of times when I'm trying to be perfect at something, it's my way of trying to control something that I don't have control over. I have control over myself. I have control over the goals I set. I have control over the actions I take to try to meet those goals. But in the end, I don't have control over what that outcome is going to be. Sometimes I try to force things that just aren't meant to happen yet or aren't meant to happen at all. And when I do that and I'm striving for reaching this perfectionism or this goal and I don't do it, I feel like a failure, right? When I don't meet that expectation that I had of myself. So the other question I want you to consider is what happens to you internally when you aren't perfect or you don't feel like you were perfect at something? Do you fall apart? Do you feel out of control? Do you feel like your life's unmanageable? Does your anxiety peak? Do you feel depressed? What happens to you internally when you don't feel like you've been perfect? So I know for me, a lot of my perfectionism comes from my birth chart. And if you've never done a birth chart reading, I highly recommend it. I'm not one that's super knowledgeable in it, but there are so many experts out there. And I actually have one interview coming up with Ashley Sonnegard, and she is great at doing birth chart readings. So, you know, reach out to her or someone that you know. I highly recommend it because it really helps you to understand who you are and what your makeup is based on the day, the time, and location of where you were born. And so for my birth chart reading, that perfectionism is actually in there. I'm a very goal-oriented person. I strive for 
reaching accomplishments and I need validation from other people. And, and although that that's written in my birth chart, these are things I can change. I have over the years worked on self-validation and not needing as much from other people. My ego and my worthiness doesn't rely on it like it used to. But there are times when I still do look for it, right? I, for example, something as simple as the house is clean. I want my husband or my kids or other people to acknowledge that. And I've recognized if I don't get that validation, I find that I feel sad or annoyed about it. And I can recognize that because I know this goes back to my birth chart reading. It's a part of my makeup. And so having that understanding is really, really important. And it helps me just be more gentle with myself, especially when I am in this this mindset of wanting to be perfect. So let's talk a little bit more about what is perfectionism? So a lot of the concepts that we've talked about on this show all point to perfectionism. I'm going to go through them. And a lot of these bullet points, like I said, are things I've already touched base on or done episodes on. But I never really noticed how all the arrows point back to this circle in the middle of being of perfectionism. So we fear we fear others seeing us as unworthy. What we do is compensate by trying to be the best at what we're doing and in hopes that this will mask our character defects. The first one is fear of failure. We try to be perfect because we fear failing and having others see us as failures. A lot of times perfectionism or perfectionists will equate failure to achieve their goals with a lack of personal worth or value. And the other one that goes off of this is fear of making mistakes. So we equate, and I say we because I'm also a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) We could say that. So this fear of making mistakes, we equate these mistakes with failures. We will miss opportunities to learn and to grow in the midst of being perfect. I think of perfectionism as tunnel vision. We see where we want to be or we know that we want to be perfect and we just go for it. And that puts our blinders on. That allows us to have blind spots. And so we will miss opportunities for growth, self-improvement, learning about the world around us, trying to achieve this unrealistic goal of perfectionism. The other reason is the fear of disapproval. If we let others see our flaws, then we fear that we won't be accepted by other people. And that 
is such a deeply rooted fear. And to me, it was a childhood wound. I have feared people not liking me for most of my life. And so I will try to do these things to fit in, to make myself look a certain way and try to be perfect to fit that mold to protect that, to protect that fear of rejection, fear of disapproval. I don't want to be criticized or rejected by other people. So the next one is this all or nothing thinking. Perfectionists often believe that their worthiness comes from their accomplishments, these external accomplishments. We have to show the world how great we are at these things. And if you're not that straight A student and you get a B on your exam, what that equals is is failure. You are a total failure. You are not worthy. You're not good enough. And it's this really black or white thinking. That's what all or nothing thinking is. It's black or white. It's this straight A student or this other option, which is a complete failure if you get a B or an A minus. That's a, that's a simple example. But if you look at your life, there, this type of mindset may be playing out, right? It's either I do it this way, and if I don't, then I am a failure. This is the next one is my favorite because I know I do this very often. It's this this emphasis on shoulds. Right? I always tell people don't should on yourself. And and it's true, right? We always say I I can't tell you the amount of people that I hear, "Well, I shouldn't be this kind of mom. I should be this kind of mom or I should be this type of employee. I should have passed this test. I should have done this." Yes. There's a lot of things out there that we should be doing that we don't. And the 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 thing about this should concept is it's very rigid and it's it it keeps us in this mindset of not good enough. We it's in this it keeps us in this mindset of comparing to other people. We see someone doing something. Therefore, we should be doing that thing. I see a mom of three working really hard, making all this money. Well, I'm a mom of three. I should also be doing the same thing. However, we are all different people. We have all different makeups, personalities, temperaments. And with every situation, there's a problem, right? So yes, that mom of three may be making all this money or have all these followers or be really successful in her career. However, maybe her marriage is falling apart or she's not happy or doesn't have time for self-care or friends. So there's always going to be a problem with something with someone's life that we're, we're comparing ourselves to. Just like our life. And so when we compare ourselves and we should all over ourselves, then 
we're not taking into consideration what our own wants and desires are. We're just putting all these expectations on ourselves, which then lead to feeling like a failure. I actually heard this or I watched this video the other day and it was so great. My husband sent it to me in regards to parenting, but I really liked the concept because I, I feel like it can apply to so many areas of life. And the this speaker was talking about kids with ADHD and parenting. And what he was saying was, you're the shepherd, not the engineer. So you get to herd the sheep, right? You can kind of get them in a group and and guide them and and provide different things in their life and and help guide them but you're not the engineer you don't draw out and map out this way of of someone's life of how it should be and i think of this concept the same way for our own lives right like we get to be the shepherd of our life we get to bring in different people, different concepts, different environments into our life. But we don't get to draw this exact design and then follow it to a T. That's what perfectionism is. It's us trying to be the engineers of our life. And although we can create a blueprint and a map of things that we want to get out of life, Absolutely. Like that's a must. We should be doing those things because it feels good. The slippery slope is when we try to be the engineer instead of the shepherd, right? We strive for that perfectionism. If one thing goes wrong with, of, of taking that map and trying to build this building exactly the way it should be and engineer our life, then there's going to be a lot of consequences from that. We're going to feel invaluable, like a failure, depressed. It's going to lead to all these things that we've, you know, I've talked about on this show very often. If we look at it the way that he describes it as a shepherd, right? I have some control. I I can have control over who I bring into my life, who I take out of my life, the boundaries that I put up, the environments that I put myself in, the attitudes and mindsets that I have. We do have control over those things and we can guide ourselves through life. But if we have these expectations and we should all over ourselves, then ultimately it's going to end in resentment and depression and anxiety. The vicious cycle of perfectionism is vicious. <laughs> it will chew you up and spit you out. So you can keep trying to reach for this concept of perfectionism or this definition that you've created in your head, but ultimately you will fall short at some point. If it's not in this area, it will be in another area of life or some point throughout your life. So the cycle goes like this. Perfectionisms set 
unreachable goal. The cycle starts with perfectionists set unreachable goals. Then they fail to meet these goals because the goals were impossible to begin with. Then they put pressure on themselves to achieve perfectionism and the chronic failure reduce product the chronic failure reduces your productivity and effectiveness and then the last one is it leads to you feeling very self-critical very self-blaming which lowers our self-esteem so how are you ever supposed to feel confident if you are trapped in this cycle of perfectionism your job is to exit this cycle. It's not an easy one, especially if this is how you've been operating for a long time or it is a part of your birth chart. It's not easy to challenge these thoughts and these behaviors, but it is possible. Confidence isn't always walking into a situation feeling like, yeah, I got this. It's the belief in the in the mindset that you have the ability to learn how to do something. So if you're striving for perfectionism, you're never going to feel confident because you will always fall short. You will never be perfect at what you're doing, right? To me, Perfectionism is a road with lots of potholes, lots of detours, lots of bad weather. It's just a road I honestly just don't have the desire to take anymore. And although there's a sense of accomplishment when I set forth and try to do something and I do it, I'm not here to say that having goals and aspirations are wrong. It's the process that you go through to get there, right? So what happens at the end? If you don't reach it, do you completely fall apart? More times than not, that probably happens. And that will keep you from building your self-esteem, from feeling confident, from believing that you can, that you have the ability to learn how to do something. And then what happens is we accumulate this, this internal debt. Right. I've talked about decision debt before, and it's a similar concept where we start accumulating this this debt of not being able to trust ourselves. And then we don't trust ourselves to make decisions, to to take action, to reach goals. And we start believing that I'm not even capable now of learning how to do something new. And that is where we will get stuck. We will get stuck on on the other side of the wall of confidence. So my reminder to you is confidence is your ability to believe in yourself that you can learn how to do something. For example, if you look at a bike and you say, well, yeah, I can ride that bike. I know how to ride a bike. And this person says to you, well, this bike has a motor. Yeah, well, I could still learn how to do that. That's confidence. You're, it's not that 
going in saying, yes, I know how to do that. It's your belief that you can learn how to ride this new bike with the motor, even though you've never done it before. And if you're trying to be perfect, you want to hop on that bike and kill it the first time. And you don't because you want to be perfect at it. And you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of someone. You don't want to fall off the bike. You don't want to scrape your knee. And you don't ride the bike the way you thought it was going to go then you're not going to get back up on the bike because you were looking for perfectionism instead of, okay, well, I'm going to learn how to do this. I know I can learn how to do it and giving yourself chances and opportunities. Perfectionism doesn't allow for opportunities, right? Because again, it's that tunnel vision. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. I hope that you guys can start challenging yourself if this is something that you've struggled with most of your life. And again, having goals, having aspirations, wanting to propel forward and move up the ladder in life, in your career, in parenthood, whatever area of life you're looking for right now or focused on, there's nothing wrong with that. So keep doing that. Just challenge yourself to look at it differently instead of trying to be perfect and put on this show for everyone else. Challenge yourself, right? Um, To look at things differently, to be more gentle with yourself, to have fun with what you're doing, right? Perfectionism just sucks the fun out of everything. So have fun with what you're doing. Enjoy the journey, not the destination. And I will see you guys all back next week. We will be um, talking with Leah all about creativity. And And this comes at a perfect time as we are starting off the new year. A lot of us are looking for new things to do, new ways to explore. And Leah does a beautiful job at explaining how we can tap into our creative side, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at in life. So make sure you listen in for that. And I will see you guys all back next week. Thanks. Bye.